straight from the BX. This is the show they don't want you listening to. They even tried canceling it before it got started. So grab that chopped cheese, plug in those headphones while you wait for that bus. Cause it ain't coming anytime soon. And when it does, you're going to ask for a free ride anyways. So sit back, enjoy, and prepare to open your eyes. This is the Miranda project. Thank you for joining us on the project. Glad to have you with us today. Pack show. Let's jump right in. But before we do, we want to thank our friends over at instacart.com. Listen, Mother's Day is just around the corner, and that means it's time to think about Mother's Day gifts. Make sure all moms are taken care of by letting you know that you can go to Instacart and get the gifts gift of flowers, sweets, beauty supplies, and more via Instacart with delivery in as little as an hour, as fast as an hour. Let's just put it that way, right? As fast as an hour. Listen, go over to instacart.com. Pamper your mom on Mother's Day with gifts delivered as fast as one hour with free delivery with any order over $10. Man, pamper your mom. Go over to instacart.com. Get her those flowers. If you're going to make her breakfast in bed and you need those eggs or you need, take advantage of these of this great deal and get that delivery free to pamper your mom on her day, Mother's Day. Thank you once again, instacart.com. Check us out. Check them out. Excuse me on the link in our show notes or in the link in our website, the Miranda project, P R O J C T.com and let Instacart know that the project sent you. So wanted to start today's show. Unfortunately on a somber note, and I know many of you already know about this, but here on the project, we are going to honor this young man, even though um, it's probably been kind of, I guess, local news. Um, It's something that maybe a lot of people don't know about because, I don't know, maybe he wasn't, I I guess, you know, what should I, should I be risque? Should should I, I think I, I I think I'll be risque. Oh, you know, he, he, he was an honest law abiding citizen serving his country who happened to be a black American, but wasn't shot by a police officer. So it doesn't become national news, but he died serving this country. Uh, So it's not a big deal. There's no, you know, there's no mass hysteria. There's no nothing. So what we want to do is that we want to honor this young, brave, brave young man because he gave his life while serving his country. And we want to thank special, a, a special thank you to Mr. Evans. The body of Evans 
And I want to read this. This is from uh, Body of Missing Texas Guardsman Bishop E. Evans, which is the guard, guardsman's name. I, I, I drew a blank there for, for a second, so I apologize. This is from a New York Post article titled The Body of, um, Body of Missing Texas Guardsman Bishop E. Evans by uh, B. Excuse me. E. Evans is found by Marianne Martinez and Callie Pattinson. The body of Evans, a 22-year-old from Arlington, Texas, was found and identified by local authorities, the Texas Military Department revealed. We are devastated by the loss of a member of our guard team, excuse me, guard family. Major General Tom, Tom Swelzer, it's like I can't read today, <laughs> adjutant general for Texas, said in a statement, we recognize the selflessness of this heroic soldier who put his life above others in service, excuse me, in service to our state and national security. The Texas Military Department sends our deepest condolences to the family. Our thoughts and prayers are with them during this difficult time. See, Bishop Evans went into the waters of the Rio Grande to save two men who appeared to be drowning. And he was taken by the waters of the Rio Grande. And they just, and this is an article from the 25th of April, they had just recovered his body on the 25th. So again, yes, I am a, a few days late, but I wanted to honor him. I wanted to start the show by honoring him and talking about him. Because again, it's not really national news. Yeah, it, this was on in the New York Post, but it really wasn't national news. There wasn't really any public outcry. There wasn't any national, uh, uh, you know, big um, hoopla. I mean, should there be? I mean, I don't know. I, I think. Of course, we know this is Jen Psaki when posed the question at the uh, at the White House. Of course, we know the National Guard personnel, including him, risk their lives every day to serve and protect others, Psaki said. And again, our hearts go out to his family. She did not provide any information on whether the president plans to reach out to Evans's family. I don't know. Is he? Will he? I, I don't know. She, she didn't say this is, uh, again, an article that was written back uh, a few days ago. So it, can he have or did he? I, I couldn't I, I couldn't tell you. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I, I don't know. When pressed on whether the White House feels responsible for his death, given the historic surge of illegal immigration under Biden, Saki deflected that the guardsman is an employee of the Texas National Guard, not the federal government. So he gave his life, and, and I want to put up a picture of this, of this brave, brave man. Brave, brave soldier who gave his life to rescue the life of two others who, by the way, were illegal immigrants who, by the way, were trafficking drugs, allegedly, again, because, you know, allegedly, 
allegedly into the United States. But he saw it his duty. It, he saw it as his duty to try to help these men who were drowning or appeared to be drowning. And in the process, he lost his life. And Jen Psaki, also AKA Peppermint Patty, had to <laughs> Dan Mangino. Sorry. I don't mean to steal that from you, brother. Jen Psaki says, oh, yeah, well, he's a Texas guardian and he's not federal. He's not a federal employee. But he's protecting the border between Mexico and Texas or Mexico and the United States. The border that you basically just flung open and invited anybody and anyone, anyone and anybody to come through. We don't talk about it anymore, you know, because Vice President Kamala Harris is on it. She's on it. She, the beat, she's, her, you know, she's got her thumb on the beat. She knows exactly what's going on down there. She's never been down there, but she knows exactly what's going on down there. This brave young man sacrificed his life for the life of others. Doing illegal things, coming into this country illegally. Trafficking drugs illegally into this country, but yet he saw it that it was his duty to go and save those lives. This is the type of person that we should be praising. And not praising like we praise God because we should we should only praise God. Please understand. I mean, by praising, I mean just acknowledging. This is the type of person that we should at least, I don't know, a golden casket? National news? Uh, you know, maybe we should be taking a knee at the rotunda, at the, at the what's it called, at the hill, uh, you know, the Capitol building. We, we should be taking a knee for this guy? Al Sharpton should be giving a eulogy at his, uh, uh, what's it called, funeral? Uh, you know, nah, nah, I guess that's too much to ask for, right? It's, it, again. He he wasn't killed at the hands of a police officer. So I guess it's not that important. A law-abiding citizen, a black American law-abiding citizen, he doesn't get no golden casket. He doesn't get any national attention. His funeral won't be broadcast on every major network. It would only be broadcast locally in Texas. I don't even know if the president had the time or made the time to call his family. But we here at the project are going to say thank you for your service. We appreciate what you have done and gave this ultimate sacrifice, even if it was for these two people that were doing what they were doing. And we, we, we thank you for your service. We will pray for you and your family. Well, for your family, I'm sorry, unfortunately. It, it's just such a sad, sad thing. But we will pray for your family. 
We will keep them in prayer because this is a tough, tough situation. And again, we do hope and pray that the president found it, you know, found the time in his busy schedule to to reach out to his family and 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 pay them, you know, their his condolences because he did give the ultimate sacrifice for these people and a problem that the president created, not this young man, the president. The president swung open the doors and said, hey, everybody, you can come to the United States. It's okay. No big deal. Come on over. We open, we openly accept you. Come on over. And because he created this problem that we are currently facing with which is you know the immigration problem which nobody's really talking about because again I'm not going to reiterate Kamala's right on it she's on top of it and Mallorca is another uh, you know uh, you know he's 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 got it under control this young man lost his life thank you Bishop E Evans for your service we here at the project and we we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate your family and uh, we can't give you a golden casket, but we can give you a mention here on our show. Thank you once again. You know, it, it truly is sad, truly, truly is sad that we have this type of situation where a young man like that gives the ultimate sacrifice and it's like no big deal. It's like whatever. It's like, hey, who cares? Right? truly is sad. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to continue making the reference against who I'm making the reference to because, again, that was another horrific thing and we're not going to get into all that, but it is truly sad. It is truly, truly sad. Now, I, I, I hate to kind of like pan over to something else because we started the show the way we started the show and it was somber and, you know, in our previous show, we were talking about the way that people have lost their ever-loving minds when it came to Elon purchasing Twitter and and what ended up happening in that regard and how people were like, oh, I'm going to quit. I'm going to leave Twitter. And they left Twitter. And uh, Talcum X, um, I'm sorry, Sean King, I think his name is. Is it Sean King? He deleted his Twitter or he deactivated his Twitter. And then he came back and he went after John Posobiec. And then he deleted his Twitter again. And he came back and, and he, I think he started tweeting Elon Musk and... People lost their minds all because they didn't want to have a difference of opinion. They didn't want to have a, a, a platform where someone can say something different than what they were saying. And that's sad. It truly is sad. Because even Elon Musk came out and he didn't say, he didn't come out and, oh, yeah, all right, blah, 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 and QAnon and all this other nonsense that these people are are are, are, are claiming that, that, that Twitter is going to be. That, he, he just basically came out and said, let's make Twitter fun again. It, it, Twitter isn't fun. I don't know if you've been on Twitter recently. I go on, I go on Twitter because I, you know, I, I get, I get a lot of stuff, a lot of information, a lot of screenshots, a lot of things for the show. I get it right off of Twitter. 
A lot of a lot of news articles that I could jump right on and read from the Hill, from from so on and so forth, that I can go right on to from Twitter. But Twitter isn't fun anymore. Used to be fun. It's not. And he's just that's exactly what he said. He said, let's let's make Twitter fun again. But whoa, hold on for a second. Before we get into all the fun of free speech and all of that good stuff that Elon has planned for Twitter uh, or anyone has planned for any social media platform out there. Whoa, let's pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes before we do that because we need to make sure that there isn't any disinformation. What? We're going to get to that in a little bit. But before we do, I want to thank our friends over at Belkin. Listen, again, we've said it before, uh, you know, go over to Belkin. we, We reiterate the fact that Mother's Day is right around the corner. Go over to Belkin and shop on on the on the site they have great great deals for mother's day uh you can find so many different items i mean listen from wireless home networking and entertainment to mobile accessories energy management and an extensive range of cables belkin products enhance the technology that connects us to the people and activities and experiences we love go over to belkin and Take advantage of promo code MOM2022. That's MOM2022. And shop for gifts for mom on her special day. Maybe she needs that charger for her iPhone that she always remembers or she always calls you and tells you, hey, I I keep forgetting to charge my phone. Maybe she needs that charger. Maybe she needs that wireless charger. Maybe she needs an extra cable. Go over to Belkin. They have great, great deals on all the things that you thought them your mom probably didn't need, and she probably does. Go over to Belkin. Give them a give them a checkout, and 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 take advantage of that mom twenty twenty two. That's mom twenty twenty two, and take advantage of. I think I if I remember correctly, I I, I said it, and it's fifteen percent off. I, I didn't mention it before. Take advantage of that 15% off promo code MOM2022. Thank you, Belkin. Click on the link in our show notes or in our website, the Miranda Project, PROJCT.com, and let Belkin know that the project sent you. So, hmm. so now, now, there's this disinformation. We 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 have to we have to make sure that someone polices the disinformation that's gonna come through now that Elon Musk bought Twitter, right? Right? Some something like that. That's what's gonna end up happening here. That that that's I mean, that's what they're saying. I, I don't agree with it. 
I, I like free speech. And see, I like to get on this microphone, right? And, and, and I like to, to talk to whomever does listen, downloads one of our episodes or, or, or goes on and subscribes to our podcast on whatever avenue it is that you're listening to a po- this podcast. Or you go on to Rumble and you watch us on Rumble and you also click subscribe there because you, you like to see the theatrics or, or, or the crazy T-shirts or the stuff behind me. You know, I don't know if you noticed, but today is, uh, you know, the, the uh, what's it called? Mad Titan. There's a reason for it while we're wearing the Mad Titan. And kind of what we're talking about right now. So, I like free speech. And many of you like free speech. I mean, there's so many people that enjoy free speech to be able to get on your TikTok or your Twitter or your Facebook or, or Snapchat or, or, or Instagram or, or whatever it is and just share whatever feeling or whatever it is that you, feel, you, know, you, you want to share. I mean, come on. People love that. People, uh, people enjoy that. There's, there's people that have made a business out of it. They've made, you know, a good amount of money. Uh, one of the kids that, <laughs> I mean, he's a YouTuber, but one of the kids that is crazy to me because the kid's a billionaire or millionaire right now is Ryan. The kid was testing out toys. Again, you're, you're like, okay, that, that, what does that have to do with free speech? So what if, who decides what free speech is? What about if whoever it is that's watching says, well, you can't talk about those toys anymore because we determine what toys you should and shouldn't talk about. Oh, but you're taking it to an extreme. That, that's not going to happen. How do you know? Who determines what? How do you know? I mean, seriously, who, who's going to be the one that's going to say, yeah, well, no, the, you know, um, no, we're, this is, this is acceptable and this isn't acceptable. Who? And if you're watching on Rumble, we put up this picture that we got um, courtesy of the New York Post. And again, I, I really love the Post because they give you both sides of it. You know, uh, you you get uh, you get some lefty stuff and you get some righty stuff, and and you know it, it's beautiful. That's why I, I enjoy reading the Post. You get both perspectives of it. You don't, not, you know, it's not always like uh, just one side. But anyways, big sister is watching you. And I got this courtesy, again, like I said, on the New York Post in an article titled Biden Blasted for Policing Free Speech with Dystopian Disinformation Bureau by Emily Crane and Stephen Nelson. And I, I love this illustration because and we're going to talk about who's on there if you're watching on Rumble. If you're not, um, you'll, I'll get to it, it, it shortly as to who this is. It, it's a picture of or it's a drawing uh, of a poster. And it basically says Big Sister is watching you. Who's big sister? You see, and and again, this is <laughs> this is where we are today. Like really, because Elon bought Twitter. Then I say that they've lost their ever loving minds. Listen, oh, big brother. This is how the article starts. President Biden came under fire Thursday for the creation of a dystopian disinformation bureau created under his Homeland Security Department, which critics are blasting as just a way for the government to police free speech online. Didn't didn't we just talk about that, free speech online? Who's policing? Who's going to be policing it? 
it's going to be they're going to be policing is that is that basically what this is because it sounds like it honestly it, it, it definitely sounds like somebody is going to be policing free speech you know uh what's it called disinformation bureau bureaus again i'm an avid comic book reader right uh, I, I i like reading a lot of comics and stuff like that and Bureaus, bureaus, bureaus. You hear that word bureau and, and it's like, hmm, doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound, it's not copacetic. It's not something that you like to hear, bureau. <laughs> I'm telling you. Disinformation Bureau created under his Homeland Security Department. Homeland Security? Okay. Conservatives slammed the Department of Homeland Security's Orwellian New Disinformation Governance Board with some suggesting the timing is convenient given Elon Musk vowed to make Twitter a free speech haven after his $44 billion takeover of the social media platform, notorious for selectively censoring right-leaning points of view. So Elon buys Twitter. And a few days later, you have this disinformation governance board within the Department of Homeland Security. So they knew that there was no way that they were going to that that Twitter wasn't going to go to the hands of Elon. They, they couldn't stop it. He 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 offered the highest price for it. I mean, fifty four dollars and eight cents, I think it was or twenty five cents a share. There was nobody offering more. As a matter of fact, it, it, he overpaid because the market was calling for, I believe it was $36 a share or $32 a share, if memory serves me correctly. And he overpaid, but he did it purposely because he knew that he was going to do this hostile takeover. And he knew that nobody was going to touch that price because, I mean, that's a $20 a share jump. So they knew. The government knew that this was going to go through. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, they create this, again, dystopian, this, this, uh, <laughs> this information governance board. It, it just, and again, then you wonder why I wear the t-shirts, right? The Mad Titan. I, I, I don't know if you've seen or read any of the comic books. But Thanos is a mad titan. Tyrant. If you must. Doesn't it sound a little bit tyrannical to be able to come in and say, well, Elon, but, you know, bought Twitter and we were controlling the avenue uh, on Twitter and we were, we were able to control what was going on, you know, because you're basically saying that now. You're saying it without saying it. I'm sorry, but you are. You're basically upset that Twitter was purchased by Elon when you had control of it before. There was no disinformation governance board, but as soon as it goes onto the hands, unofficially, because it still needs to clear a couple of hurdles, of course, because the SEC needs to get involved, needs to make sure that all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed, right? This disinformation governance board is born. So you basically, in one way or another, said 
that you were controlling Twitter. And now that you lost control of Twitter, we need to control Twitter this way. By creating this board, this bureau. Listen, if you don't know anything about comic books, ask any comic book head. Ask them bureaus, anything. What's the significance of any bureau in any comic book that they've read? And they'll tell you (laughs) bureaus, they're just not good. Not good, period. And again, and I'm going to read the bottom part of it. The last sentence, it says Twitter, a free speech haven after. See, no, excuse me. Uh, Elon Musk vowed to make Twitter a free speech haven after his $44 billion takeover of the social media platform. Notorious for selectively censoring right leaning points of view. Again. So. You know, the Deborah Messings of the world and the uh, Alyssa Milano's of the world would be able to get up on Twitter and say what they wanted to say and, and, and thrash whomever they wanted to trash. And there was nobody, again, that would be dissenting to them. How is that free speech? That seems like free speech for just me who has this viewpoint and all the people that agree with my viewpoint, but nobody that disagrees. How's that free speech? I'm I'm, I'm curious. The board, and this is where the picture comes in, a nice little caricature or drawing. The board will be led by Nina Yankowitz, a disinformation expert who has been criticized for repeatedly casting doubt on the posts, the New York posts reporting about Hunter Biden's laptop, you know, the laptop from hell, which the one, no, the one, the one that nobody talks about the one with all the pictures and the, 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 the big guy and, and, and the business dealings with China and Ukraine and you know, Ukraine, the one that we are all standing up for and fighting for. And we'll talk about Ukraine a little bit um, shortly. And, and Russia. Oh yeah. 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 That, that laptop, that that laptop. She's the one that said, she was one of the people that came out and said, no, 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 that doesn't exist. It's Russian disinformation. The Russians aren't. And then all of a sudden now it was proven to be true. And, uh, you know, but she's going to head this disinformation bureau. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said she didn't have details on the board's role or its executive director during her Thursday's, I mean, excuse me, Thursday press briefing, but said President Biden supported the effort. Our tyrant, you know, know, our tyrant in in, in office. um, Yeah, that guy, the one that can't get a sentence out. Kind of like I'm, what I'm doing like right now. I'm stuttering like I, 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 that guy. He supports this effort. We know that there has been a range of disinformation out there about a range of topics. I mean, including COVID, for example, and also elections and eligibility, Saki said. But I will check and see if there's more specifics. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I said it a couple of episodes ago or last episode, I said, you can't talk about COVID. And I, I actually, I, I addressed it as 
the virus because you couldn't talk about it because if you talked about it, they would ban you. They would take you off of your platform. They would say, no, 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 especially especially YouTube. Oh, that's why we don't go on YouTube. You can find most of our stuff, all of our stuff. You can find it on Rumble because at least they do appreciate the fact that you take the time to get on here and, and prep your show and do all the stuff that you are, you know, you prepare yourself to do to be able to talk to whomever it is that listens to this show. And thank you to our listeners. Thank you so much. We appreciate everything every single one of you. And if you're new to the show, thank you. Click subscribe. Thank you. Thank you. We we thank you. If you don't like us, hey, I'm sorry. But thank you anyways. At least you gave us a listen. Uh, but I uh, again, this disinformation bureau had led by a disinformation specialist Someone that basically hid the laptop from people and said that it was Russian disinformation and a laptop so important that it swayed our previous election. Yeah, the one that we're not allowed to talk about. Jen Psaki's last word, she said that was dis- that's disinformation. I'm like pointing at the screen for those watching <laughs> Rumble. Yeah. This information. She she's a specialist. She knows this information. It's crazy because there were people were polled, and I believe uh, you know I, I don't want to give specific numbers because I don't remember exactly how much it was, but there were a lot of people. Let's put it that way. So that, that there's a there was there's a generalization, and nobody can come at me with like specifics and say, "Hey, man, you were wrong." But there were a bunch of people, a lot of people that said that if they knew about the laptop from hell, they wouldn't have voted for Biden. He's compromised. My opinion, a lot of people's opinion, a lot of people can, uh, you know, you, you, you are entitled to your opinion. Bro, sis, you're entitled to your opinion. That's the beauty of free speech. But no, 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 no. You are no longer allowed to have free speech. The Department of Homeland Security and their disinformation, misinformation bureau has to go and look through all of your postings and see if your postings are giving people this information. Because now we do that. Now we are a tyrannical government. Uh, we are emulating China and we are controlling what is going on or will be going on in the Internet. I mean, Europe passed something like that as well not too long ago. Well, actually, earlier this week. And President Obama got up and said, oh, yes, I agree with what the EU did. And we need to emulate that in some way, shape or form here in the United States. And bam. The president has spoken. I mean. Uh, former President Biden, I mean, excuse me, former President Obama. I get them confused because they kind of, it's like a mishmash, my opinion. That's misinformation. That right there, the Bureau, they, they will knock, they, again, knock me out. They would, sell, they, they would send the Sentinels for me. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with the Sentinels, check out last, our last episode, Shawshank. <laughs> I'm telling you. They they don't they don't want this disinformation. They don't want my opinion. They want their opinion, and their opinion is the one that counts, not 
your opinion. Doesn't matter what your opinion is. As long as your opinion is their opinion. Or you agree with their opinion. And that's allowed. That's okay. But if you dissent, if, if you don't agree, then you are chastised. You are taken down from social media. You are, your, your social media presence will disappear. I mean, uh, what else are the punishment? Will there be a sentinel coming your way? Will the tyrant in office snap his fingers and you're gone? You're disappear. You're flake away like they did in in, in, uh, in the Marvel movie. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie now. <laughs> it, 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 is that is that where we're headed? It's just crazy. It, it truly is crazy that this is where we are. But you know what? The craziest, the cra- I mean, the craziest thing that they said, that they, 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 it just, it, it irks me. I'm making these crazy faces, man. It just truly, truly irks me because they come out and they say this disinformation that we're protecting is to protect the minorities so that they don't get a misinformation or disinformation again now they're saying that this this bureau this bureau was created to protect minorities Specifically, the Spanish minority group. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Let, let, you know, let, protect the minorities. You know, the way that they're protecting, the, the, the way that it, you know, that we're being protected in New York City. How we're slowly slipping into anarchy in New York City and in other rural cities or, or, or other cities within the country. You know, Chicago, St. Louis, or Akron, I believe, Ohio, LA. You know, how they're protect that they're they're protecting those cities. And those cities are quietly slipping into anarchy because it was all done in the name of equity to protect and give equity to minorities. Right. That, 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 that. Right. So now you're protecting minorities from this misinformation, disinformation, whatever. Again, you're doing all of this. You're, 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 you're taking away people's free speech. You're policing free speech in the name of minorities. Unbelievable, man. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. And this is why if you come to New York City, this is why if you live in New York City, New York City is becoming the hellhole that it's becoming. That's why I mean it's, it's slipping into, into, an, into anarchy. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, truly unbelievable. I, I, I just can't. They, they, they are coming over here and basically saying that they are creating this 
Bureau to protect minorities. Crazy, man. Unbelievable. But anyways, before, you know, before I get on and, 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 and talk about how New York City, excuse me, New York City is slipping straight into, uh, you know, the grips of anarchy, which is true. I want to talk about our, our new friends. Man, check these people out, man. Go over to cooljams.com. Check these people out at Cool Jams. We believe that cool is not just a vibe or a way of being hip, but rather a better way to sleep. Finding a comfortable, excuse me, finding comfortable pajamas and bedding can be difficult. Our high performance pajamas are lightweight, moisture wicking and breathable. They're constructed to last so you can enjoy them for years. We've worked hard to create a functional, super soft collection of products without uncomfortable seams, itchy lace or inside labels. The result is elegant yet comfortable sleepwear that will make you feel refreshed and energized every morning. Feel more comfortable and relaxed in bed. Feel, I mean, sleep more temperature relaxed or regulated every night and wake up feeling refreshed and rested. Man, listen, for somebody that, I mean, sleep is important for me. Check out Cool Jams. They have some great stuff for both men and women. Give them a check. I mean, again, go check them out. Go to Cool cool Jams. That's cool-jams.com and check out the great deals that they have. And again, like we said, Mother's Day is around the corner. They got a nice sale for moms over there. Go over to cooljams.com. Click on the link in our show notes and the link in our website and let Cool Jams know that the project sent you. Thanks again, Cool Jams, and welcome to the project. <laughs> so New York City is literally slipping into anarchy. The violence in this city is just bananas. You can't go anywhere without having to look over your shoulder. Broad daylight gun violence. People are literally shooting at each other in broad daylight. I remember the day where people would throw hands in the street. No, 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 that, 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 that's not the case anymore. It, it isn't the case anymore. They're just basically taking out their guns and shooting at each other. It, it, it's just, it's insane. It, it truly is insane to look at it. Kids are afraid to go to school. We've mentioned this before. How many weapons have been confiscated by the Department of Education? Because kids are afraid to walk to school from their homes. Not because they wanted to utilize the weapon in school. Well, maybe some, I'm not going to go and say that that wasn't the case. but. To protect themselves on that walk from home to school. There have been reports of children shot or shot at going to school. This is, this is where we are. You know, because we, we needed to defund the police. Remember, we spoke about it. If you haven't heard those two episodes way back many, many episodes ago. 
when we talked about what defund the police really looks like. This is what it really looks like. What is going on in New York City? And the reason I bring it, and there's probably going to be people listening to it in other cities and all, all around the, the, the country, we hope, is that this, what's going on here, is trying, they're trying to slowly creep it into where you live, where you rest your head. It's it just, it's absolutely bananas. It's ridiculous. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. But yet these politicians continue to double down on this nonsense. They continue to double down on the fact that you, you, you defunded the police and now people are less safe. Why? Because uh, I'm, I'm a police officer. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lose my 20 year career making a traffic stop. So let them run the red light. I'll just pick up the pieces after the accident. If there is one, God willing, there isn't. Because if I stop him, and then I have to arrest him because his tags are, are illegal. His registration is expired. His license is expired. Uh, he has a warrant. Uh, you know, all the multiple things that might play out in a traffic stop where your identification is given to a police officer and they can find all of these things out either, you know, those few minutes that you're there. And he has to detain you and then all of a sudden you don't want to be detained and then every what's it called steven spielberg is standing out in the street with their smartphone taking videos and accusing you and then uploading it up to social media and saying oh look at what this police officer is doing and then all of a sudden you have to go through a review board and then you possibly lose your job and or pension you know what? I'm just going to sit here in my car and in my squad car and I'm going to watch TikTok and, you know, maybe listen to the Miranda Project. That, that guy, that, that, he, he's got some good points, that guy. This is, this is where we are. This is the craziness, the brink of anarchy in which we are teetering on here in New York City. I mean, the gun violence, the amount of, of shootings, the, the, I, I was watching this, this video the other day, this guy in broad daylight on the street was stabbing this woman, literally stabbing her. I, I guess she was a lover or, or, or wife or I, I, I don't know. But as he's doing that and she's bloodied up in the street, the police come and they arrest him. And while he's in the hospital, he stabs the nurse and goes after police. Because I can. I can do that. I'm giving the, the, the ability. I'm giving the power. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I was authorized to because I was, you know, I'm a minority and, and because, you know, um, they defunded the police because of equity. Then uh, this is my equity. 
I'm going to do what I feel and I'm going to take advantage because I can do it. I can get away with it. A few weeks ago, guy goes into the subway, shoots 13, 14 people. Now you don't even hear about him. He disappeared into the ether. Frank James? Who's, who's Frank James? Completely disappeared into the ether. Gone. Gone. This is, this is where we are right now. We're in the brink of anarchy. But yet these politicians continue to double down. I was watching the Yankee game the other day, and there was a commercial that came on for Governor Hochul. And in the commercial, she talks about how she's the hardest working politician and blah, 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 blah. And then she go, and it, one of the things that hit me about the commercial, just I, I just, it, it, I stopped in my tracks because I was listening to it, but I wasn't really like paying attention to it. I was listening, but I was just like, whatever, because I, again, I'm, I'm not voting for Kathy Hochul. My opinion, don't, you don't have to go and, and listen to what I'm saying, you know, and say, oh yeah, because Manny said, I'm not, I'm not going to vote. You vote for whomever you want to vote for. That's your choice. But I'm listening to her and it, I stopped in my tracks because she said that she's working on harder gun control laws. You know, and I stopped and I started thinking about the fact that these gun control laws are not for the criminals, obviously. But it just makes it harder for me, a law-abiding citizen, to be able to defend myself. Remember a few episodes ago, I called it control chaos? This is exactly what this is. I can't defend myself. I can't go and exercise my Second Amendment right to bear arms because I have these stronger gun laws but yet the criminal can go and get himself the gun from, you know, that Friday night special from that alley in the, in the trunk of whomever's car. And he can go and get himself whatever weapon and terrorize me, shoot up my train, right? Or, 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 or shoot up the middle of the block where I'm walking or I'm trying to take my kids to school or I'm going into the bodega to get me a sandwich or a coffee or something. I, that that that's okay, Governor Hochul. That's okay. But me, a law-abiding citizen, I have to climb hoops and ladders to be able to get myself a weapon to be able to protect myself and my family. That's great. That that's awesome. Granted, not everybody in New York City needs to carry a weapon. I I listen. I get it. I understand laws need to be placed in order to protect everyone. I mean, yeah, there needs to be some kind of law that not every Tom, Dick, and Harry can go and carry a weapon. We're in an immensely populated region or city. But you know what? Every Tom, Dick, and Harry is carrying a weapon. And they're not getting it legally, they're getting it illegally. Because, you know, 
the 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 criminal is walking into the gun store and he's asking for a gun so that he can go and shoot the guy that looked at him wrong or stepped on his kicks or looked at his girl and, or, or uh you know they're fighting over turf that doesn't belong to them because they are on 96 you know uh, on 106th street and he's on 107th street and we're the 107 something and they're the 106 something and i gotta represent i gotta rep my block which isn't your block because it doesn't belong to you but you gotta go shoot that guy because he's he's 106 whatever right that that that's that's how it works right we're on the brink of anarchy what what's that term that they say the 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 uh, the inmates are running the asylum that's exactly what's going on in New York City. The inmates are running the asylum. You know that police force that they disbanded, you know, Mayor, the other guy who dis completely destroyed the city. Mayor, the other guy who got rid of those uh, um, undercover police officers, the plainclothes officers that were getting guns off the street. Now you have Mayor Adams that reinstated that 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 group, gave them these these crazy rules uh and they've been arresting people getting guns off the street but you know what you know what the crazy thing is as soon as they're arrested they come right back out they've arrested about 25 people according to the post an article that i was reading from the post out of those 25 people 12 have been let go they've been released so Mayor Adams is doubling down and trying to do something. He's pleading with city council. He's pleading with Albany. And you know what? They're still doubling down. They don't care. Council Speaker Adrian Adams, she stood in front of City Hall not, not too long ago, a couple of days ago, and said, well, we're still going to take funds and we're going to allocate them or reallocate them. And we're going to find what is causing all the, the uptick in crime. Really? What's causing the uptick in crime? Are, are you are, are you mental? Yeah, they are, because they want this anarchy. They they want it because they are your saviors. I said it. This is control chaos. There's a reset that they want to put together. We're not going to get into the conspiracy theories. Ah, oh, conspiracy theory. Whatever, whatever. But this controlled chaos, this anarchy that they're, they're, they're orchestrating, taking away your peace, taking away your peace of mind, taking away what you're, you know, the, the, the peaceful life that you're trying to live. You know, you, what, what do you want to do? You want to get up, take your kids to school, make sure that they have a good eight hours of school, making sure that they're not being, what's it called, sexualized in school. And if they're not, kudos to those teachers. And again, kudos to teachers, period, because they, they've had such a hard struggle with this controlled chaos. You know, away from the sexualization and all that stuff, like that, we, we've spoken about that extensively. But just the fact that with the pandemic and the fact that they had to go and, and deal with these kids, uh, you know, learning from, from home. And now they're transitioning or transitioned back into the classroom and that, 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 the craziness of doing that 
kudos to those teachers, man. Kudos to teachers, period. Regardless of, you know, how you stand on, on what's it called? The don't say gay bill. For those listening uh, uh, on uh, our podcast, the, the reason for the voice is obviously an exaggeration. Also, we, we raise quotations on, on, uh, on Rumble if you're watching uh, or if you want to watch rather. So, you know, again, this equity, this thing that they're still doubling down on, this equity that they're that they that that they're signed off on that this the funding of the police this the, the, these mandates these things that they've implemented that haven't worked that are making life impossible for you that they're they're we're, that we're basically slipping into in, into an anarchist state and have done nothing but what's it called re regressed our children. And again, that's why I say kudos to these teachers because they're trying to make sure that these kids are 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 able to to at least take a state exam. Oh, and the the what's it called? The chancellor said that these kids are wasting too much time on on state exams. What the heck? What what? <sighs> this is equity. This is the equitable utopia that this administration has been preaching and selling us. I don't want it. Take it back. Take it back. I don't want it. And there are plenty of people that don't want it either. We are slowly, slowly slipping into this anarchist state, ladies and gentlemen. And it's just, it's horrible. And we hope that we can get out of it. Um, And you know what? We can. But that's why Local matters, and we've said it before. If you haven't heard those episodes, check out those episodes. We've said it before. Local matters. What you go when you go to the ballot box. Local matters. Find out who it is that you're voting for. Not vote for just because hey he has a R or hey he they have a D. Find out what their principles are. What they're really going to do for you, your neighborhood. That's bottom line. Local matters. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank our friends, new friends over at X sense. Listen, uh, great, great company. Uh, you know, they are, I mean, listen, when, when I tell you X sense is leading, is a leading global home safety provider of smoke detectors, CO detectors, combination smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, smart home security systems, and security cameras providing full security and protection for your home. As your first line of defense, accents, that's the letter X, the word hyphenated, excuse me, the letter X hyphen sense, S-E-N-S, SE is constantly innovating and striving for better, more advanced home safety devices, utilizing the latest in wireless connection technology to protect what's most important to you, what matters most to you, your home and your family. Check out Xsense. Go over to Xsense.com. That's X-Sense.com. Click on the link in our show notes and 
our website, themirandaproject.com, and let Accent know that we sent you. Thank you once again. Excuse me. Thank you once again, guys. And thank you for joining the project. Again, we thank you all for being with us today. You know, check us out on our social media sites, Facebook. Check us out on Twitter, which we're actually beginning to use a little bit more. Uh, check us out on Truth Social, which we just joined as well. Uh, Instagram and so on and so forth. Obviously, go to our uh, website, the Miranda Project, P-R-O-J-C-T.com. We will be under a little bit of construction there, but bear with us. And uh, again, as always, if you're into politics, just oh well, no, no, not if. If you're not into politics, just remember, politics is in to you. God bless you all, and thank you once again. <laughs>